0: brothers and sisters, this is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory Broadcast. We're going to continue our series today titled, The Presence of Peace, The Absence of Fear. How many of you want to live in peace rather than fear? Fear is a major problem across all mankind. We all have to deal with it, just like pride. If you would, join your faith with me and we'll get into the word. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We ask you for your light, revelation as we get into it. Father, make it clear to us that we can be doers of it, that we can resist fear and walk in the peace that you have left us, Father, the peace that you desire us to walk in. Father, we praise you for it and we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Today, we're going to talk about how to obtain and keep the peace that Jesus left for us. Amen. Amen. As I mentioned, the series is best on, based on 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has desired and planned and enabled us to have a life free of fear, walking in peace. Hallelujah. That's what he's got planned for us. But we must do our part. In the Amplified, this verse says, 2 Timothy 1, 7, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear. Cowardice, timidity, they're all levels of fear. I don't want any level of fear in my life. Because see, Satan brought us the spirit of fear. Not God. I want zero of him in my life. Resist it. Get it out of your life. Don't allow it to live and operate in your house. Let's continue on with this verse in the Amplified. It says, But He has given us a spirit. He has given you a spirit. If you're a child of God, of power and of love and of a calm, well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Don't say you flew off the handle and you couldn't help it. God didn't give you that spirit that you were angry and just couldn't help resisting exploding. That's a lie. You can resist it. You can overcome fear even if you're trembling. Say, I resist you, fear. Get out of here. I will not fear. It's a choice to walk in the peace of God, to trust Him that He will protect you, that He will bring you up and out. Hallelujah. Let's talk about how to get the peace of God that He left for us, but we have to do our part. Turn with me over to Philippians chapter 4. And we're going to look at verse 4. Meditate on these kind of thoughts. Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. When do you rejoice? Always. Always. That's one thing that you do to get rid of fear. You start thanking the Lord and that spirit of fear will have to leave. He doesn't want to be around anybody that is thanking the Heavenly Father. Thank Him. And again, I say rejoice. It's not about a feeling. Paul wrote this when he was in prison. Dark, damp, dreary prison. Not like the cushy prisons today. This was back whenever he was in the bottom of a cave. No lights, no heating. Amen. Darkness, dreariness, cold, people with lack of food, lack of medical treatment. Amen. Brutal environments. And he still said, rejoice always. Hallelujah. See, rejoicing in a trial or a tribulation is not just a choice. It's an act of faith. Faith that acts, rejoices. On a previous series that we just finished called Faith in Action, we found out that faith without action is dead or worthless. Say, I have acting faith. I choose to resist fear and to rejoice. It doesn't matter what the doctor's report is. It doesn't matter what the report of a bank is or a financial institution is. You receive the report of the Lord that He's going to bring you up and out. You seek Him and you do what He tells you to do and He will bring you up and out. There is a way. Amen. Ask God for mercy. Repent if you missed it. And He will pour out His mercies on you and show you the way up and out. Glory to God. If you allow feelings to dominate you, you will not overcome worry. It will overcome you. It will take you. It will keep you out of walking in the blessings of God. Don't allow it. Amen. Glory to God. Don't be an unstable baby Christian. Walk in the power that God has called us to. In the authority of the believer. Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. Now you go and his authority that he's already taken and brought from Satan, stripped him to naught and you walk in that authority, resisting fear, knowing that the word of God will bring you up and out. Glory to God. Verse five, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. You can be gentle. Why? Because you have the spirit of peace, the spirit of victory walking in your life. You don't have to be all fearful. You don't have to be negative. You don't have to be angry, exploding. You can walk in gentleness and let the peace of God rule and reign in your life. Knowing that the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth is at hand and he's on your side. Glory to God. Let's continue on. Philippians 4, verse 6. Be anxious for big things. No. Be anxious for nothing. No, not one thing. There's never a good reason to fear. There's never a good reason to be anxious, to be timid. Oh, our, our flesh in the spirit of fear may, come, fear may come on us and try to tell us there is. The attacks of the enemies may tell us there's no way out. And that can bring on that spirit of fear. But we're supposed to resist it. According to Jesus, there's no reason to fear. Throughout the Bible, we find out many times, over 400 times that I found where it said, Be courageous. Fear not. Do not fear. It's a command. And every command that comes from the power, from the Word of God, comes with the power power. The authority, the ability to do it. So if he tells you not to fear, don't say I couldn't help it. No, the truth is we can help it. But we've got to do it his way. And we're going to talk about how we can walk in that and resist it even when it doesn't make sense. When the walls around us are coming in and the enemy's trying to attack us. Let's go on. Verse 6: Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, which means request, with thanksgiving. How do we do it? We ask Him and we thank Him. We thank Him for the answer. We thank Him for the victory. We thank Him for bringing us up and out. a matter of fact, hold your place here. I'm going to turn over to 1 Corinthians 15, 57, based on that scripture. Hallelujah. It says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Notice that thanks comes first. Who gives us the victories? Our leads us to victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God! That thanks will lead you to victory. Hallelujah! Praise your Lord. With Thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, not to everyone around you, by pulling on people, but be made known to God. Satan pulls on people. He's pushy. Don't be like him. Don't pull on other people. God's our source of abundant supply. If we try to pull on people, we will mess up the plan of God in our life. We'll mess up the fact that he already had things in motion to bring us up and out. But we're looking towards man as our source rather than to God. God is the one who can bring us up and out, not other people. Oh, he may use them. But God is the answer. He's the answer of everything we may need. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 7. In the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. The peace of God surpasses or overcomes all understanding. That means that every logical thing, the carnality of man, the logic you get from training, from education doesn't bring you peace the peace that god has for us only god can give us this level of peace but the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus hallelujah so if you come to him with prayer with thanksgiving and you build yourself up in the word and with faith and start thanking him peace beyond understanding comes upon you. You may not know the way out, but you know the Creator who does know how to get you out, who not only knows how, but will bring you up, who has the ability to bring you up and out. Amen? So we're supposed to ask Him and then thank Him. When you ask and then thank, it indicates faith. It's it's an act of faith, thanking Him for it, thanking Him for the answer. When you ask Him, It gives God a legal right to do something for you that he can't do for people who didn't ask him. See, if God told us to ask, he expects us to do his word. He expects us to ask. Hallelujah. See, they're tied together. Asking and thanking and doing in faith are all tied together if you want results. Hallelujah. Statements like, I need, I want. I got to have those statements are not of faith and they will not get you up and out of a situation. I need money. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, man, I'm going down. As soon as you start having those thoughts, you take captive of those thoughts and let it come out of your mouth. You've enabled and put power to them rather than I uh, father you know the answer I'm coming up I'm coming out father you're going to show me the way and I'm doing it hallelujah thank you Lord for bringing me up and out then you're on the path to come up with victory hallelujah let's continue on with Philippians 4 this is now we're on Philippians 4 8 this is how to keep the peace of God we just learned how to how to obtain the peace of God in verse M. Chapter Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7. First, well, let's back up. We, we get the peace of God by rejoicing, by not being anxious, resisting, praying, asking, and giving Him thanks. And then it says to guard your hearts with the peace of God. Philippians 4, 8. I call this the eight of Philippians 4, 8. There's 8 things listed here in the King James Version let's look at those. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, there's five, whatever things are of good report, if there is virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, there's eight. Do what? Meditate on these things. There's an answer right there. You, these are the eights of Philippians 4.8. You meditate on them and you will walk in the peace of God. Amen. It'd be good for you to remember that. You're going through a trial. You feel anxious, fear. Remember Philippians the eights of Philippians 4.8 will bring you up and out. Meditate on what he says. Get that scripture in front of you, in your mind, in your heart, and out of your mouth. Build yourself up and walk in victory. Hallelujah. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace will be with us. Hallelujah. But we have to do it his way. I'm going to read that to you in the Amplified. It says, for the rest, brethren, for the rest. You can rest if you're not in fear, but in peace. Brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy, what, uh, worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence If there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it and the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. This is how to keep peace. Amen. We found out how to get it. The enemy will try to come and take it, bring other thoughts. He'll give you a pileup effect. He'll give you this issue. Then he'll bring this upon you, this upon you. The way to overcome those is keep your mind on these eight things. Glory to God. Each of these eight criteria are listed here to help us. Make sure that those thoughts are listed in one of these eight. And keep your mind on them. Amen? Notice that in in the King James Version Bible, and we've talked about this before, but the word fear is used in the King James in a vernacular that is not really the best translation for today. We should have awe or reverence of the Lord, not be timid and afraid of Him. See, the enemy wants to keep us in fear of the Lord, under condemnation so that we won't go to Him for repentance. We won't go to Him... Boldly to the throne of grace. He wants to keep us to run from Him. But we should run to Him. Keep our minds on what He said. Bringing every thought into the obedience of the Word. Now see, that's spiritual warfare. It's in mental. The battlefield of the mind. Take thought of everything that comes in. It's a battlefield. And you can win in that battle if you do it God's way. Don't think you're going to outsmart Satan and do it your way or do it his way and defeat him. You can only defeat the enemy by doing it God's way. Because if you do it God's way, he's already been defeated. He's already been brought to naught, stripped to nothing. Amen. He's a little powerless imp if you do it God's way. But if you fall into the trap of fear, of thinking on things, speaking it, and try to fight it your way you will be whooped every time. But if you keep Satan in the realm of faith, which is what this is, to, uh, to resist fear, you will whip him time after time after time. Amen? Hallelujah. Bring every thought. Cast it down. That word cast. Think of a, th- of a rod, fishing rod. You cast it. You throw it. Throw it down. You want to get out to the deep water? Boom. And you throw it and it gets deep where the big fish are. You want to come up and out and come up with a big fish, a massive tuna? You better go deep. Better go far. Cast it. The same thing with them thoughts that don't line up. Slam them down hard. Amen. Cast them far away from you. Hallelujah. Praise your Lord. Turn with me over to Luke chapter 4 verse 8. We're going to look at how Jesus did some of this. He'd be a good example, don't you think? Praise your Father. Luke chapter 4, verse 8. And Jesus answered. See, whenever Jesus answered, this is a form of resisting. And Jesus answered or resisted and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, this is how we do it. Get behind me, Satan. It's written. No, I'm not going down. It's written. God has made me the head and not the tail. I'm coming up. I have the victory. We do it the same way Jesus did. Get behind me, Satan. For it is, it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God. In Him only you shall serve. Do it the way He said it. It is written. It is written. It is also written. Get that peace of God. Meditate on his word in Philippians 4.8. And then start speaking the word like Jesus did. It is written. It is written. These things do not move me. Amen. Smith Wigglesworth was sitting on his bed one night. He knew the authority of the believer. And he turned over. He felt this, uh, this uh, person in the presence. And he turned over. And Satan was sitting there. And he goes, oh, it's just you turned back over, went back to sleep because he knew he was a defeated foe, not in fear over demons. That's one of the problems of our nation regarding Halloween, all these ghosts and goblins and scarecrows and haunted houses. Don't go to those. Don't allow any of that in you. Amen? Don't allow it in your kids. Hallelujah. We should walk in it. Tell those evil, harassing spirits to leave you alone. Amen. Tell them to get away from you and out of your house. Take authority over them. Don't fear them. Command them to shut up. Get out. Amen. You know, uh, temptations will come. Challenges will come. But you can rejoice. In Acts 16.25, Paul and Silas praised God in the prison. In the prison. In the, suddenly. A suddenly came. You can have a suddenly. And the doors were open mightily. Things can change quick when you start praising the Lord. Keeping your mind on Him. Making sure they line up with the Word of God and those things that are in Philippians 4, 8. Those eight items. Things can change quickly. Amen. Joshua 6. Remember, they walked around the walls of Jericho quiet. And then on the seventh day, they walked around and with a shout. The walls came down, boom, crashing. It can happen to you if you do it God's way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Luke. Take the city. Take your your healing. Take your prosperity by faith. No, I'm coming up. These bills are not going to defeat me. I win. Hallelujah. We're in Luke chapter 4, verse... Eight. Let's look over at Luke chapter 4 verse 35. It says, But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. The Young's literal says, Be silenced. The Amplified says, Be silent, muzzled, and gagged. That's what we should do to Satan. We should gag him and tell him to shut up, keep him from speaking, and kick him out. Amen? You have that authority as a believer. We just need to step in it. Amen? Hallelujah! Tell Satan to shut up and go. Resist him and he must flee from you. Hallelujah. Praise your Father. I was speaking with a friend who recently got most of their assets destroyed in Hurricane Ian in Fort Myers. And he was looking low like, what can I afford? What can I do? And I mentioned how God is a God of restoration. And he needs to look higher. Man, since that time, different things have happened in his life. Funds have come in. People have sown into him. And he's able to get far and above what he initially thought. But sometimes if you're going through things, you need a faith buddy to remind you what the Word says. If you're going through these things, man, call our office. Get a faith buddy. Call a friend. Tell me what the word says. It is written. Tell your spouse. Read that scripture to me about how God has made us the head and not the tail. Amen. Build yourself up. Even King David said he had to build himself up. So if he did, you and I need to. Amen. Verse Luke 4.39 says, He stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her. And immediately she rose and served him. A fever. A fever. If it's got a name, it must bow to the name of Jesus. Speak to those things. Amen. Refuse to let your mind think on these negative things Satan tries to to bring upon you. Do what Jesus did. Speak to him with authority. Take authority over it. Command him. Amen. Command him to leave you and start thinking on Philippians 4, 8, 8. And only things that line up with those eight items. Glory to God, and you will walk in the peace of God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not. There's a command. That means authority and ability comes with it. So you and I can do it. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Quicken us. Glory to God. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's a powerful hand. Amen. God will uphold us. We can make it through by the grace and mercy of God. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us up. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us through. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus in the boat in Mark chapter 4, verse 39. He was not moved. We should not be moved. Paul said, these things do not move us. He's in the middle of a hurricane, sleeping in the bottom of the boat. The boat's being filled with water. Sandals are floating. People are afraid of dying. And what happened in 39? It says, then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm, a great peace. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is our Lord and Savior who gave us this power. We can do the same thing by building up our faith, resisting fear, and doing what the word says. Hallelujah. Miracles can happen in your life today if you do it God's way. Amen. Remember the first miracle that was ever done. Mary came to the people, asked Jesus, told Jesus that they were out of wine. And he said, What is this to me? Then she turned to the servants and said, Whatever he says to you, do it. That's the key to miracles. Whatever he says to you, do it. And you can come up and out. Amen. Don't be in fear in waves. Don't be fear over stuff. Speak to it and command peace to it. And then stand on the word. Start speaking the word. Amen. And you will come up and out. You will walk in the presence of God, which is the presence of peace. Amen. Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. Remember, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Hallelujah. Walk in it. Live in it. And enjoy a life of victory. Amen. Have a blessed day. this is shara canaday and i hope you enjoyed today's broadcast due to the goodness of god and the graciousness of our partners we're happy to inform you that you can download our products free of charge from our website if you would like to become a partner receive a newsletter or find out more about final quest ministries feel free to contact us at www.fqmin.org we'll see you next week Thank you for joining us today. For more information or to learn more about Final Quest Ministries, please visit our website at mikecanaday.org. Also, please like and follow us on social media for updates and podcasts. We pray today has blessed you.